This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected book of the month, What to Do During Financial Famine. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Today on Live Your Faith. God wouldn't say going that way, and he's going another. God wasn't saying that way, and he refuses to walk. He was taken because he walked with God, and what the Hebrew said? He pleased God. What made him please God? He walked with him. Welcome to the Live Your Faith broadcast. I'm Keith Butler. Praise God. Our broadcast is about Romans 1.16, which reads, The Word of God is the power of God to all deliverance. And then it's also about Hebrews 10.38, The just shall live by faith. We'll help you learn how to live by faith. And also, praise God, we'll help you to understand the Word. And that's what this program is about. We're going to go right into it right now, and you'll learn and you'll be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Can I get three hallelujahs this morning, please? In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and let's begin reading here at verse 1, he said, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together unto him, which is what many people use the term rapture, caught up, snatched away. Amen that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit or word, nor by letter. It's from us as that day the Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, but for that day shall not come, except there be a falling away first, an apostia, a departure, a falling away first. He's talking about from Christians. And that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. And so just before the rapture of the church, you have this massive falling away of people who, who knew the Lord because, and Jesus told you why, because they are going to be deceived. Satan's number one tool is deception. Look at your neighbor and tell them Satan's number one tool is deception. The hardest part about reaching people are deceived is that they believe that they are right. And so he's going to deceive them. Now go back to that uh, Hebrews, as I was saying, as base course chapter 10, because I'm now over to chapter 11, uh, well, almost still in chapter 10. Now the just shall live as a lifetime by faith, but if any man shrinks from that, draws back from that. Now watch this line here. God says, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. 
Eudikeo is the Greek word there. It means I won't think well of them and I won't approve them. I will not think well of and I will not approve of man who draws back from, he's found me, but now he's going to back up, especially cause of pressure. Let's keep reading now. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. We're not, we're not going back to our uh, old lifestyle. Uh, amen. Praise God. We're not going back. You see, a lifetime of faith refuses to go backwards. But we of them that believe, this word's pistis. We are them that have trust and confidence and belief to the preservation here, saving, the preservation of the soul also, or now, but also actually in the Greek. Also, praise God, faith, trust. You still talking about faith, what it is, and what real faith is. See, a lot of people think real faith is I can believe God for healing, believe God for money, believe God for protection. All those things are promises God's provided. But that is not faith itself. That's the fruit of faith. You understand? Okay, real faith, praise God, isn't about what I get from God. And real faith, praise God, stands up under pressure. You don't really know what somebody really is until they get hit a couple of times. It's like you don't even find out who a real friend is. All these people, my friend, you be telling your kids, now we're now telling my grandkids. So my friends and they know anybody ain't your friend. They're not your friend. Amen. You won't find out they're your friend until something bad happens. We're gonna find out they still want something to do with you. Don't shine me down because I'm preaching good. Proverbs said a friend sticks besides. And betimes it says. Okay, amen. So he says, now so real trust comes to belief. Praise God. Faith is the substance. Hoopostasis. This word hoopostasis, praise God, is the word foundation. It is the foundation. This building, amen. Obviously, I was here when it was built. <laughs> Obviously. So I was out here when it was nothing but dirt out here. With my construction hat out here. Uh, amen. amen. And was here when the foundation was laid. Now, foundations are incredibly important. You can erect these walls and roof without a foundation, but it won't be very stable. And it won't take much to... Okay, one thing that helps it stay stable is that you have the foundation and then the walls and everything are connected to the foundation. So all the other things you're believing for are connected to the foundation. Amen. But your trust and confidence for a lifetime, regardless to what who says or what happens, whether I get, get something or not, Amen. is not shaken. Amen. It's in God Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith, real faith, yeah. is the foundations of things hoped for. Yeah. Amen. Things, praise God, we believe are coming our way in the future. What we trust and believe is our proof or evidence 
of things not seen. Because the elders believe that way regardless. They, are turned, they obtained a good witness. It is through our trust and confidence and belief that we receive understanding. That we get enlightened from the Holy Ghost. Amen. That we understand that the worlds, and note there's an S, not world, duh, worlds. Amen. Yeah, God made earth, but God made Jupiter too. He made Venus, praise God. He made the moon. He made a universe that is still expanding at the rate of 178,000 miles a second. Glory to God. Science tells us it's continuing to grow and grow and grow and grow, grow and grow and grow. When you get to heaven, what are we going to do? Explore. And you'll never, never stop exploring. Because every time you turn around, God will have something new for you to see and something new for you to do. Shout amen, somebody. The, the worlds were framed by the word. This word, word is rhema, God's spoken word. God spoke in the total blackness where there was nothing and it came to pass. Hallelujah. God created with his words and he made you his image and likeness. You create your worlds with your words too. You can create out of nothing, out of darkness, hallelujah. That may look like there's no way, but when you say what God says out your mouth, you can create a brand new world all around you, hallelujah, somebody. The worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith. Now, this is what's really interesting to me when I was studying this the other day. This is really interesting to me because then he starts laying out people in Hebrews 11, what we call the Faith Hall of Fame. Famous people, right? Who operated by faith. You would think the first one that he would put there would be Abraham. At least I would have thought. First one would have been Abraham. He's the father of faith. Okay? He's the producer of the covenant. All this good stuff today, but he's not. The first one that God mentioned is Abel. And I think the, the, there's a significance in that the first one that he talks about with this is Abel. Know what it says about Abel. By his trust, his confidence, and his belief, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Now this term more excellent, praise God, pleuron in the Greek means greater in quantity, greater in number, greater in quality. Amen. So I guess we got to go back to Abel and look at him then. So turn to Genesis chapter 4 and let's, let's go back and see what we can learn from this. Amen. Three praise the Lord, somebody. Well, Genesis 4, 1, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. That's the way God made things to be. And they bear Cain. They said, I got a man from the Lord. That's where it comes from, the Lord. She again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, and Cain was a tiller of the ground. In the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. I want you to understand, Cain brings an offering. Amen. Cain comes 
And Cain offers an offering to God. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of the flock. Firstlings means the firstborn. And of the fat thereof. Praise God. The fat thereof means the riches of best parts. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. Wait a minute. So you have two men who come to God and they offer gift to God. And God says, the one, I accept this sacrifice, this is wonderful. The other gift, he says, no, this is not good, I don't want it. Now, of course, the way our mamas would tell us, that was bad manners. Except you're talking about God. Amen. It didn't say necessarily that Cain's sacrifice was from a wrong heart. Per se. But it's not going to be in the quality. It's not going to be in the quantity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's not going to be in the number of Abel. What's the difference between the two? Well, the, the difference was Abel's offering was first and his best. That's called a tithe. That's what the tithe is. The tithe, Malachi 3.10, 3.8, the man robbed God. How can you rob him? Tithe's an offer. Amen. And some people say, well, tithing was of the law. We don't tithe no more. You don't know the scripture. The tithing was even before this. Amen. Adam and Eve were involved with tithe. God told him, he said, you have the whole world. All of it's yours except this one thing is in the world, is under your control, but you can't touch it. And if you do, bad things happen to them. That was the first tithe. Amen. Continued all the way. Abraham paid tithes before there was the law. Jacob paid tithes before there was a law. They all knew it. Amen. Continue through the law all the way to Jesus today. Hebrews chapter 7 says that he is the recipient of our tithes. Now, I also notice what it said here. So the Lord said unto Cain, why are you upset? How come your face is all frowning up? He said, now, if you did good, you would, you would be accepted. But if you don't do good, it's because sin life at the door. And unto thee, his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. He's talking about Satan here. He says, Satan now is able to get a hold of you, and you're supposed to rule over him, and him not rule over you. Sin lying at the door because, yeah, you brought an offering, but you didn't bring me your first, and you didn't bring me your best. Now, if you read what Jesus said about this, Jesus said in Matthew 6, 21, Jesus said over there that wherever a man's heart is where his treasure is. Amen. 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 So if you really want to know where a person's heart is, all you got to do is follow the money. Ladies, this is why you do not give yourself to a man until he has married you. 
And the reason why is because marriage is a number of things, but one of the things that marriage is supposed to be is supposed to be an absolute commitment of everything to the new spouse. Hello, somebody. Amen. Okay, amen. So if he's telling you, I love you, I love you, I love you, but he won't marry you, you do not have his heart. God's telling this man, I don't have your heart. Abel, I have his heart. Tithing is about a person that doesn't tithe. The reason why they don't tithe is because their heart is not fully to God. That's why they don't. It's that plain and simple. So when we go back to Hebrews chapter 10 or 11, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's continue on with this. We're talking about real faith here. Thank you, Jesus. Tithing is the ultimate faith act. It's an, act, it's an ultimate love act. It's an ultimate obedience act. And it's a heart act. It's all of that. Amen. If you don't tithe, you need to check your heart. Because you're just lying. You say you love God. No, you don't. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gift. God testifying of his gift. God talking about his gift. And by his gift, even though he's dead, his gift is still given. He's still talking about the result of his gift. Praise God. But then who's the second person? It's not Abraham either. By faith, Enoch was translated or transferred or raptured, caught up. First of all, it happened by faith, right? Because of his trust, confidence, belief. Amen. By faith was Enoch transferred that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his transfer, he had this testimony underlying these four words that he pleased God. See, now, now the, the other week when I was teaching the book of Revelation, I understand some people got upset about it, you know, what I had to say about it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But look, let me tell you. Every Christian is not going in the rapture. I'm going to prove it too. Every Christian is not going to rapture. Only those who got four words. That they please God. Now, let's go back to Enoch. Let's go back and look at him too then. So turn to Genesis chapter 5. Oh, Hallelujah. Yeah, but I thought the Bible said we're not appointed to wrath. Well, first of all, I'd like you to read the whole chapter, not the one verse. 
Secondly, I've taught you for decades now that if you want to know anything about what the scripture says on any subject, you read all of the verses on the subject. Because the Bible will interpret itself. Hallelujah. And it will tell you. Now, let, let's find out about this guy, Enoch. Praise the Lord. Chapter 5. Oh, let's see. Enoch should be verse 22. Uh, verse 21. And Enoch lived 65 years to be getting Methuselah. Enoch walked with God. After he beget Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters, all the days of Enoch were 300, were 365 years, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, but God took him. Pastor Deborah, let me use you as an example for a minute. Let me use the first lady for an example. She's going to walk with me. Now, walking with me means what? Means me and her going in the same direction. Amen. Also means that she's walking with me, she's allowing me to lead. Amen. So if I turn this way, she's turning this way. She walking with me, hallelujah, because she is with me. I am not with her. She is with me. And because she is with me, we are with each other. Amen. Now, what he said was, isn't she lovely? <laughs> now, what he said about Enoch was, God took him because this man walked with God. God wouldn't say going that way, and he's going another. God wasn't saying that way, and he refuses to walk. He was taken because he walked with God, and what the Hebrew said, he pleased God. What made him please God? He walked with him. Now, there's an understood subject of that sentence, and the understood subject of that sentence is, amen, those who don't walk with God, don't please God. And I wonder, whatever made you think that you could not walk with God, do whatever you want and don't listen to God. Don't please God. Just please yourself. And then think you would be rewarded. I ain't read that in the Bible nowhere. I haven't seen that anywhere. Not from Genesis to Revelation I haven't seen that. And I'm a student of the Bible. Boy, I am. I haven't found it yet. Know why I haven't found it? It ain't there. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Praise God. I want you to know God loves you very much, and He wants you into His family. You say, well, how do I come into the family of God? Very simple. Just pray a simple prayer, Romans 10, 9. It says, if you will acknowledge with your mouth 
that Jesus Christ is the highest authority of all and believe that God is raising from the dead. The scripture said, you shall be saved, delivered. And just pray the simple prayer. Dear Heavenly Father in Jesus' name, I do believe, that's right, repeat it with me. I do believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He carried my sins on the cross, was put in the grave. I believe he's alive now. Come into my heart. I accept you as my Savior. And that's all you need to do, and you'll never be the same. Live Your Faith was created to help Christians grow in their faith in God and to become rooted in the Word of God. Our partners and friends are making it possible for us to do so. To thank you, we would like to offer a gift. With a donation of any size, you'll receive this pre-selected Book of the Month, What to Do During Financial Famine. Please visit www.keithbutler.org and click the banner at the top to receive your gift. Hello, this is Pastor Keith Butler, praise God. We're hosting a ministerial conference uh, at one of our churches. In fact, we're gonna hold it at our church called Faith Christian Center in Phoenix, Arizona. That's March the 22nd through the 24th. Myself and Pastor Keith Moore are gonna be the individuals ministering throughout the entire conference. And so if you are a leader, if you are a minister, praise God, you need to receive some things in you as you minister the rest of 2023. And so that's our ministerial leadership conference is in Phoenix, Arizona at Faith Christian Center, praise God. No stakes, March 22nd through the 24th in Phoenix, Arizona. And we look forward to seeing you there. If you've been looking for a ministry school that would properly prepare you for the call of God on your life, then prayerfully consider receiving your training through Bishop Butler program. We have trained students all over the world and they're doing great things for the Lord now. And we would love the opportunity to train you too. The Pistis School of Ministry is a two year online hybrid program. And what you can expect to receive is an in-depth study of the word of God and be equipped with the tools that you will need to succeed in ministry. I can honestly say that Pistis is like no other program. So whether you are a local learner or a distance learner, you can expect to receive the same great learning experience. If you would like to receive more information on Pistis or to register for our upcoming school year, email us at info at well, praise God, we're taking the Word of God to Western and Southern Europe and other parts of the world. God wants everyone to hear the Word. You know, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, it says, teach all nations. Then it goes on, praise God, teach them to observe what God from lost, all the things that Jesus taught them. So I want you to know when you support Keith Butler Ministries, you have a chance for the gospel to go just beyond your neighborhood, teach people around the world. We want to thank you for your prayers and your support. And always remember, fight the good fight of faith.
This program is being sponsored by the partners and friends of Keith Butler Ministries.